right, what is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, this is the 314 Punk Podcast, and uh, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> um, so there are a bunch of shows happening, and I just decided to do a podcast. It's the beginning of the month. It's July 5th. Uh, I'm recording this July 5th. It's probably going to come out July 6th or maybe even July 7th. Um, so I'm just going to start doing this at the beginning of every month or the towards the end of every month. Do a podcast where I just share all of the shows that I know that are happening for the whole month. Um, so if you... I don't know if this is interesting to people or what, but uh, if it's not, then like... Turn it off. You don't have to listen. If you want to hear me rattle off all these dates, um, then stay tuned. Um, I'm going to kind of maybe give some background on some of these bands like as we go through, though. So it's not just going to be like July 12th, sinkhole, blah, 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 blah. It's going to be like, hey, you know, July 12th, sinkhole, like Breakmouth Annie. I just saw them at the Pig Roast. They were great. Like, you know, something like that. So it's not just going to be that. Um, I did just a few housekeeping items here. Um, if you want a 314 Punk dad hat, um, we are going to have probably about a little less than 20 of them for sale on the website. So you can just go and it's the, the item is still up there on the website. Um, it's 314punk.bigcartel.com. If you go in the link tree in our Instagram page, you can find it. Um, you can order one. And uh, we will ship one to you. So they're in the process of being made right now. Thank you to all the people who pre-ordered. And um, if you want one, you can buy one. I've been rocking a dad hat uh, for, I don't even have, I don't have any kids. I'm not even a dad. Um, but I just like the way that they fit. I like the way they feel. Um, I'm not hiding up a bald, I'm not hiding a bald head. Um, uh, you know, it's just, I like wearing a dad hat. And um, I literally wear them until they're like all, faded out by the sun and all that and then i buy a new one so um i'm gonna be rocking this through and four punk dad hat for the foreseeable future and if you want one you can get one as well they're 22 dollars and uh, plus shipping so grab one on the website um also my band wes hoffman and friends um has a new single coming up we are actually filming a music video for it this weekend and if you go to uh, my Instagram, Wesley Hoffman, you can click the link in my bio and pre-save the song. Uh, you can actually listen to the whole song um, if you go to that link um, and pre-save it. So pre-save it, then it'll be on... Uh, somebody asked me today, what does pre-saving mean? I think people are confused by this. Pre-saving means that when you pre-save somebody's song, it's not out yet. It's not going to be out for like almost two months. So by the time two months rolls around, you're going to forget about it. So you pre-save the song. It's not out yet. It's unreleased. And then when the song is out on August 26th, it's going to magically show up in your Apple Music or your Spotify or whatever streaming platform you choose. It's going to show up most likely in your release radar or in your saved songs. Somewhere it's going to pop up. And you're probably going to get a little email that says like, hey, Wes Hoffman and Friends' new single, Where Summer Never Ends, is up now. So, you know, that's what basically it does. And it's a promotional tool for artists. 
If you're not using the pre-save tool, you can use it um, through DistroKid, you can use it through, um, I use the, I'm using this one now called Hypedit. It's H-Y-P-E-D-D-I-T. And um, what that does is it just, it just helps get the word out. And then that day, more people are gonna stream it. And how algorithms work is the more people that stream something, the more they show it to more people that they think will like it. So um, I know some people hate Spotify. I personally, I love it. it it's, um, it's just my opinion. I, it, it's, it helps you curate music. It helps you discover new music. And some people are like, oh, well, you don't get paid very much per, per stream. Like, that's not really what I'm in it for. Right now, I'm in it to get people to discover my music. And that's this is literally the best tool to do that uh, for me. So I highly recommend using a pre-save promotion if you are getting ready to put out a single or an album. It will help you a lot. So um, pre-save the song, uh, and then we'll have a video come out for it probably a few days before the song comes out um, and, and look for that as well. So pre-save, Where Summer Never Ends by Wes Hoffman and Friends. Thank you very much. We are already, uh, after two days, uh, zeroing in on almost 100 pre-saves. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, I'm thinking, I'm wondering if there was anything else that I wanted to say before I moved on. Oh, also, if you like this podcast, uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, what that does is it helps us get into the algorithm as well. The higher we're ranked, then they're going to just show it to more people that might like it. And that just spreads the word about punk rock music in St. Louis. And that's really what we're trying to do. So uh, if you do that, you are helping this podcast, but you're also helping out the scene. So um, it takes two seconds. If you listen to this podcast, all you have to do is like on Spotify is literally click the star and then click however many stars you want to give us. Um, we had... For 18 ratings, we had a five-star rating, and then somebody gave us less than five stars, and now it's at 4.9. So help us get that back up to five. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just jump in here and start um, talking about these shows. So July 7th at the Sinkhole, we have Caterpillars, Painted Light, Chancla Fight Club, and Family Medicine. <clears throat> Hold on, water drink. So uh, we just had Family Medicine on the podcast and they talked about this show and this was the show that, that they're doing. So make sure to come out to that. It's gonna be, it, it's, it seems like an awesome show there. Uh, Family Medicine is kicking off their weekend run. Um, so it, it'll be great to support them. Um, July 8th is at Sinkhole again. Uh, they've got some back-to-back. -back. It's a big weekend at Sinkhole. Let me, let me just tell you that much. Um, Super Crush. Choir Vandals, uh, Squint, and Yuppie. So Choir Vandals, I have not heard much from them. Um, I think they put out a new single and a video not too long ago. Maybe it's been within the last year or so. Um, they're one of the bands that I feel like uh, you hear a lot about. Um, you know, I, I don't think they've toured as much, but you hear about, oh, what bands are from St. Louis and, and Choir Vandals is mentioned quite often. So um, Squint is also a new one. Uh, I know that's made up of members from... Uh, like D David Shanley is in that band and he's in like Better Days, Fever Dream, Still, uh, he was in Time and Pressure. He's in a bunch of bands. So um, most of the stuff that he, any, anything that he's involved in is usually really good. Um, and I have seen Squint, I guess, once or twice now and they are very, very good. It's almost kind of like a 90s influenced uh, like 
uh, I feel like they're influenced kind of like by some DC hardcore stuff, like uh, and like the East Coast style hardcore. It's like got a little bit more melody and like angular guitar riffs, and I really like that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just personally into that. So, and then Yuppie is on that bill as well. I have not heard them, but I know um, Anthony. I think his name is. He's in that band. So make sure to check them out. July 9th at the Sinkhole as well. Sisser, Vaudevillians, and Soft Crisis. Um, Sisser played uh, right after us, or a couple slots after us at Record Store Day. And they're awesome. Um, uh, they, they rip, so make sure to check them out. They're kind of like, uh, I don't know, I feel like they also kind of had 90s influence. Um, kind of like a, just a hard rock sound. Um, you know, some guitar shredding happening, some... Uh, some great vocals and uh, they're just kind of a they're a cool band so check them out and they they do I, I feel like they do I see them doing quite a bit of out of town playing as well not necessarily touring but a lot of weekends out of town and shows that are you know within a day's drive away and I think that's really cool too I've mentioned a couple times like um, we I think it's important for St. Louis bands to go out on the road and you know I feel like that's how we get people from outside of St. Louis to be like, hey, there's good music in St. Louis. If you're not from here um, and, a, and a band goes to Indianapolis or Chicago or uh, the Quad Cities or Springfield, Missouri or Kansas City or somewhere within today's drive and you play a show and they're like, oh shit, those guys are from St. Louis. There must be good music coming out of there. Like, you know, that's how we really spread the word about like what we're doing. And, um, you know, Polterguts is one of those bands that's, that, um, they're road warriors. They've been out on the road. I've seen Direct Measure out on the road. Uh, of course, Summoning the Lich is out on the road. And it's cool to see all these bands out there, um, like, just spreading the good word of good music from St. Louis. If we don't do that, then we just, you know, you can, you don't have to do it. I get everybody, and not everybody has the means to do it. But if you can, try to get out to somewhere nearby, you know, even if it's just like, Alton or Columbia or somewhere within a couple hours away. I think that's a real Springfield, Illinois. They're doing a lot of shows up there. Carbondale. I think that's a really good thing to, and it's, it's fun. I just really enjoy doing it. I really enjoy going out on the road and playing for people who've never heard of me before. Um, and it's actually cool because, you know, people that I've met on the road will say, Oh, well, I saw that you were coming here. So I've been listening to your stuff all week. And then you show up and they know the words and it's dope. So, like definitely um, you meet some cool people, you make good connections with other bands and venues, and then when they come to your town, you try to get them a show, you play with them here, then they get you a show in uh, their city, and it's just a really good way to make connections and bring more people into the city and uh, get the word out about St. Louis. So I'll get off my soapbox about playing out of town, but it's something I think that like, if you're a local band and you haven't done that yet, um, that's a good next step to take, is what I, what I would say. Um, so shout out, shout out to the bands that are out there trying to do it. I actually have seen Squint has done quite a few out of town shows as well. Um, I think they went up to Chicago. They did some Springfield stuff. So it's cool. Just get, it just gets the word out about uh, what you're doing. So about what's happening here. So July 13th at the sinkhole, we have Rebelmatic, Perfume, Shroud, and Reaver. Uh, Reaver is a good band. I they just released a single. Um, that's on their Bandcamp and in streaming platforms right now. It's their first single in a while, their first release in a while. Um, I know Alex from that band, great dude. Um, he's Pauline Walnuts on Instagram, and he used to be Disturb Disturbed Guy Uwa'a'a, but uh, <laughs> he keeps changing it up on me. So 
Uh, but super good dudes. I have seen them maybe once or twice now as well. And Shroud, uh, they're from Springfield, Illinois, but I think um, Ryan from Tom Thanks plays in that band. And um, I've heard a little bit of their stuff. It's good stuff. Um, that's definitely a hardcore bill from what I know. So uh, make sure to check that out at the sinkhole. 7-15, July 15th. We have a good one here. Um, not that the others aren't good. <laughs> They're all good. Uh, but, but this is a good lineup. Breakmouth Annie, Fightback Mountain, Debussian, and Pleasure Center. I hope I am pronouncing that correctly, Debussian. Um, Breakmouth Annie has just reformed. That's uh, Bob Monroe's band. Uh, I saw them at the Punk Rock Pig Roast. They were awesome. They uh, did a great job. Very, uh, they, they, have, they have a lot of Jawbreaker vibes. And if you're a Jawbreaker fan, you will no doubt love Breakmouth Annie. So um, definitely great, great band. Um, I really, really like them a lot. Um, seasoned professionals in that crew. Uh, Fightback Mountain, you know them. I've been talking about them on the podcast um, since it started. Adrian was the very first guest. Uh, they'll be playing. I think they're going to be playing some new songs. They practiced down the hall from me, and I heard them playing on Sunday morning, and I think it was a, new, a couple of new songs, and they sounded pretty cool. So make sure to check that out. Um, Pleasure Center, I, the one per, uh, I, that is a couple members from The Humanoids. I know Greg Stinson plays bass. And then, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, man, this is going to bother me. Brian Clarkson, I think, I think is the guitar player and singer in, the, in that band as well. So they were really cool. I've seen them a couple times now as well. So make sure to check that out. Uh, now, now we're going away from the sinkhole for, for just a second. July 16th at the Heavy Anchor, we have Elway, The Holy Mess, and The Haddonfields. Now, The Haddonfields also played Punk Rock Pig Roast. I've seen the Haddonfields a shit ton of times. Um, I know Lou and Dirty Bird both um, now fairly well. I've known known Lou for a while now, but the first time I ever saw the Haddonfields was at Heavy Anchor in 2011 or 2012. And um, great show. They are a St. Louis institution. They were, of course, on that episode with uh, that we did live at the Punk Rock Pig, Pig Roast. They are one of the bands that has just like been in St. Louis for a long time in the punk scene. And, um, you know, you see their name on a lot of flyers and posters and stuff like that. And they're kind of kind of have an old school punk sound. Um, at, but like Party Nate is just such a shredder and um, he, he shreds on the guitar. So um, they're killing it, man. Um, so and Elway is an awesome band. They're from Colorado. I've seen them play before. I think I saw them open for the Men Singers way back this would have been like 2012 before uh, the release of Rented World. And um, I mean, dude, I saw the Menzingers at the Firebird and there were literally less than 100 people there. It was awesome. Um, and now they're fucking like playing, you know, they're playing at Riverport, like opening up for Rise Against and shit. It's just wild. So, um, I mean, that was 10 years ago, but that shows you like how, how much a band can change and grow within 10 years. So if you're, if you, you know, keep at it, like keep working, keep going, keep, keep doing what you're doing and, and keep practicing and writing songs. Like try, I, I try, this is just my piece of advice. I try to make, I, I know every song's not going to be your number one single, like on an album that you write, even if you're Dave Grohl, like, or whoever, like not, you know, out of 12 songs, not all of them are going to be number one hit singles. They're just not, not every song, not all songs created, not songs are created equal. 
not every song is the best of you or your ever long, you know, but you're going to have a few out of that. And I always try to like song, try to remind myself this songwriting takes practice. So you got to write a bunch of shitty songs before you get to the really good ones. So uh, that's what I, what I would think about is like sometimes, and, and, and then after a while, the shitty ones aren't so shitty and you're like, Oh, that's actually not that bad. And then you have an album full of like, really good songs of course they're not all your number one singles like i said but they're all really good songs and they don't sound like filler so they don't sound like oh i just pulled this one out of my ass and i'm just you know trying to fill another slot on the track list like it's like oh these are actually really good well thought out songs like if there's one thing that i would i would encourage bands to focus on as far as like the performing aspect and like you know is is Nobody's going to listen to you if, if, if your song is, if, if, that's what I'm just trying to say is like evolve your songwriting, Le grow in your songwriting. It, it you don't always have to be the, the best shredder. I am not uh, like, I'm a good guitarist. I'm not a great guitarist. I cannot shred. I can punk shred. I can cool riff. I can make really cool riffs and like play really cool, fun riffs, but like, I'm not a shredder. And I don't know if I ever will be. I practice, I learn new scales. I learn new tricks all the time. And I don't know if I'll ever be at that like, like you know, um, crazy shredder level, but I practice writing songs. I come down to my studio and I write songs and, and a bunch of them will never see the light of day, but it's those that have like gotten me, you know, those that I write that I continue working that songwriting muscle that continues to help me grow. So um, I'll get off my songwriting soapbox now. <laughs> Okay, what do we got going on here? So, uh, at the Heavy Anchor, we also have on um, July 22nd, we have a kickoff for the Radio Buzz Kills. They're playing at the Heavy Anchor on the 22nd. Um, also, at the 22nd, Family Medicine is playing a show with uh, at the Ready Room. It's like the Ready Room kickoff. And I can't remember the other bands that are on it. I did not have it written down, but make sure to look that up as well. Because that's going to be a good one. That's July 22nd at the Ready Room. Go to the Ready Room's page and check it out. July 23rd. Woo! <laughs> On July 23rd. I mean, let me just say this. I've been staying off the sauce. I've been staying away from, from Grandpappy's cough syrup lately. I've been taking it. A little bit light on the alcohol, but I will tell you this. On July 23rd, we're going to have a beer. And we're going to have a beer with fear, baby. July 23rd at Red Flag, fear. They are doing a 40-year 40, 40 anniversary of the record. Um, there's going to be all kinds of festivities this weekend leading up to that show, too, as well. Like, there's going to be something cool happening at the record space. I can't tell you everything about it yet, but... This is going to be an amazing show, and Fear, if you don't know, um, they're getting up there in age. This will probably be the last time they will ever come to St. Louis. This is a legendary punk band, and I just have to say, my band is on the bill as well, uh, Wes Hoffman and Friends, as along with Bastard Squad, and it's truly an honor to, to be a part of this. Um, this is really going to be, like, I, I feel like it's almost a community event in the punk scene in St. Louis. Um, it's really going to be an amazing show. I'm very excited about it. I'm truly honored and humbled to even be a part, like to even have my name on the poster is just like absolutely surreal. So please come to that show. It's a $40 ticket. 
Um, it will be well worth it though, because like I said, they are never coming back to St. Louis most likely. Like there's a very small chance that they will ever come back here. And um, this is a very, very cool show. So I'm so, so, so stoked about it. I can't wait. So July 23rd, Red Flag, Fear, Bastard Squad, Wes Hoffman and Friends, be there. Uh, July 24th, the next day at the sinkhole, we're going back to sinkhole now, we have Eichler's, Boss Battle, Dynastic, and Darling Sky. So uh, Boss Battle has a new single coming out soon that uh, if you go to their page, you can pre-save it. I would highly recommend that. Um, they are a super fun band. I've probably seen them I, at least three times now, maybe four. Um, they're a ska band. They uh, they have a keyboard, so they're they they're kind of this. Um, some of their stuff is like almost reggae sounding, uh, but it, and some of it's punk, uh, punk ska, you know. But it's a really really fun band, and every time I see them, I cannot stop. My feet start moving. I can't. I just can't help it. Um, I'm not a good dancer, but I will try to skank. Um, <laughs> So, and Eichler's I think is on Bad Time, Bad Timing Records, Bad Time Records. Um, they are kind of like a Scottish band. I want to say like kind of almost electric ska type. So check them out. So we have a couple 314 punk shows that, that I have booked. On July 25th, we have H7, Shots Fired, and Qualia from Chicago. And they're playing at the Conservatory in Alton. Um, if you haven't been there yet, it's an awesome venue. I've been there a few times. I really enjoyed it. Um, always have a great time. It's a real nice, clean venue. The way it's cool, really cool. The way it's set up, the owners are awesome. Uh, really cool people. And um, Qualia is a like a kind of a melodic hardcore alternative band from um, Chicago. So that's a Monday night. I know it's a little like uh, tough to come out on a Monday night, but if you can, if you're on the Illinois side. Or if you feel like coming out and seeing some really cool, uh, like, you know, harder rock bands, definitely uh, check out that show. So there's also another show at the Sinkhole on July 25th. This is Young Animals, Distant Eyes, Inches from Glory, and Unknown in Sailing. So Young Animals are touring as well. Um, shout out to them for getting out of town, spreading the word about St. Louis and what we're doing here and the good music. Um, they're good buddies of mine. I, they were on the podcast a while back, and um, they're they're getting out there. So make sure to support them. Um, Distant Eyes is also a great band. They're going to be playing a 314 Punk show in August uh, that I'm really excited to share soon as well. And then uh, Unknown in Sailing, I saw them recently at the Sinkhole, and Inches from Glory, they had a uh, they had a full length album come out recently. It's and it's really cool. They have some. Um, there, it, it's very much like uh, mid, what I would call Midwest emo inspired, but uh, it's faster too. So it has kind of like a fast punk element to it. And I really like them. I saw them with Dialogue uh, at the Dialogue and Lobby Boxer show um, a while back at Sinkhole. And it was really cool. So, uh, okay. We just have a couple more here. 314 Punk presents Tom Thanks, Drying Out, It Is What It Is. And Inner City Witches on July 26th. That is a Tuesday. Um, drying out, uh, they kind of remind me of Citizen. If you've heard of Citizen, um, or early Citizen, like um, youth, youth era Citizen. They kind of have that like emo, punk, 
uh, kind of droning sound. Um, and then uh, the drummer of that band is in a, is in a band that I recently uh, met on tour called Feral Vices. So uh, they're coming to town. I'm really, really excited for that. They're really cool. And then It Is What It Is is also kind of this, uh, they're totally, they're an emo band, but they have like, I, I would almost call them emo core because they have like kind of screaming, um, but they have some really pretty like twinkly guitar parts. Uh, I would definitely check them out before they come to town. They have some good songs. And then uh, Inner City Witches, I saw them for the first time at Punk Rock Flea Market. And they're kind of, I mean, they're they're a little all over the place. They're a little punk, they're a little emo. They have some like uh, almost kind of garage rock type stuff. Stuff. They have some jazz type chords. Like they're really, they're a really cool band. And um, I'm really excited to see them. Um, you know, they're, they're fairly new. Um, they, they have an EP out, but they, they're, I want to say they're somewhat new to the scene, and uh, I'm excited to see them, you know, over the next couple of years. I think they're actually touring this summer as well, but I'm excited to see where they go over the next couple of years as well. And then Tom Thanks is also just a phenomenal, I would call them like an emo core, core band. Like, they got singing, they got screaming, they have some faster songs, they have some, like, bigger, slower songs. Um, they're super, super fun. So... Um, make sure to check out their album as well. It's called Sonder. Um, so, finally, July 23rd at the Sinkhole, we have Dialogue and Junior Retreat, Junior Retreat from Wichita. I have been to Wichita. I've played Wichita. It's an awesome city. Um, they have good music there from what I know, from what I've seen. So I would definitely, I don't know much about this Junior Retreat band, but I would definitely check them out. Dialogue, Dialogue also, deep, deep tease, deep, deep tease, Dialogue has an album coming out soon. So uh, I'm not going to tell you when. I'm not going to even give you a hint, but it, it's going to be <laughs> sometime. <laughs> all right, that's all that I got. I'm sorry if I missed anything. Um, you know, I hope you didn't mind listening to me ramble and get on my soapbox a couple of times. Um, that's kind of, you know, honestly, like I, I'm here to inform people about what's happening in music in St. Louis, punk music in St. Louis, punk, hardcore, emo, metal, a little bit, you know, stuff that's kind of on the fringe, ska, um, I'm, I'm stuff that's on the fringe, um, and like kind of punk adjacent, but I also want to encourage people. I also want to encourage people and say, Hey, if you feel like no one's listening to your band, keep going because eventually somebody will. Um, so like a little story about me, like, you know, a year and a half ago when I like, I had put out some music like previously to this, but a year and a half ago when I started releasing singles from my EP, some new stuff that I had, that I had written and I kind of like rebranded my band a little bit. Um, I only had like, you know, 21 pre-saves on my first song and now we're, we're close to a hundred and um, you know, my followers, I literally had only like 14 followers on Spotify and now I have close to like 400, you know, so in a year and a half's time, that's what you can do. You can continually grow. And those are just numbers, you know, and everybody's different. Every, every band is different. Like, but I'm, I'm just telling you this, that like you can grow. And if you do something every day, to help your band grow, whether that's like working on songwriting, like I was talking about, picking up your guitar, or playing your drums or bass, um, writing lyrics, 
like, uh, you know, if, if even if it's just like asking somebody to pre-save or making a connection in another city, reaching out to a venue, like just doing something every day to kind of like uh, reaching out to another band in another city, you know, and just saying what's up, like, hey, I'd love for you to check out my stuff. Like if you're just trying to do that every day, like over time, the consistency of that leads to growth. And then you look back a year and a half, two, three years later, and you're like, oh, holy shit. Like, look, like, can you imagine where we were like a year and a half, two years ago? Like nobody knew about what we were doing. And now we, you know, we've literally like grown in leaps and bounds because every day we worked on something just a little bit. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the way that I look at it. Consistency is what's going to help you get there. If you just like, you know, don't work on your band. Like you don't have to do it necessarily every day, but if you just don't do anything like for weeks and weeks at a time, and then, you know, when it's time to play a show, you start promoting it. Like, you know, you gotta just keep getting out there is what I, what I'm trying to say is, is you just gotta keep promoting your band and telling people about it and, and getting people to listen. And first and foremost, you have to believe in, in what you're doing. And if you don't believe in what you're doing, uh, you know, like m myself, I'll use myself as, a, as an example. Like, those first few songs that I posted on Spotify, like I wasn't really taking my music super seriously. I was kind of just doing it for fun and then like putting songs out and recording them for fun and really didn't care if people listened. And then when I started to put music out that I believed in, when I, when I locked myself in my studio for, you know, days at a time, some, you know, when I came, started coming down here five nights a week and working on songs, I started thinking, oh, this is really good. I started sharing stuff with the other guys in my band and they were like, dude, this is a really good song. And I started believing in it. And then once I believed in it, I, I was not afraid to share it with people and say like, hey, will you pre-save this? Will you listen to this? Will you share this? Hey, can we get a show in your town? Like we're, you know, you have to first believe that your band is good. And if you don't believe, then you just need to practice more because you'll eventually get to a point where you do, where you're like, okay, this is actually pretty good. Um, I write music that I would want to listen to. Um, I listen to my own music because I like my own music. I wouldn't want to like, you know, I think that if you write something and you really like it, then like other people are probably going to like it too. <laughs> so, you know, write music that you like. And if you don't, if you're like, oh, I'm not really not into it. Like, um, you know, I still listen to my song, What's Left of Me. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to say every day. I don't listen to every day, but like, I still listen to it often and think this is one of the best songs I've ever written is probably one of the best songs I will ever write. It's just, for me, it's a timeless song and I love it. And I think if you're trying to do that and trying to write songs that you want to listen to over and over and over, then you're on the right track. Um, and if you don't, if you're not, then just spend more time working on it. Um, you're not on anybody else's like uh, timeline, you're on your own timeline. You know, if you, if you're like, Hey, we're taking time to write songs and we're not going to play shows for six months, then that's fine. I actually think that's great. And then six months from now, people are going to be like, Oh, holy shit. Like we missed you guys. We wish you would have played a show. You know, we, we wondered where you were, where, what you were doing. And then you come out with all new songs and people are like, Holy shit. You're, this is like amazing. So, um, that's just me that th these are just my thoughts. <laughs> you don't have to do anything I say. These are just my thoughts and what I have went through and me sharing some of my experiences. So, um, I practice, I play, sometimes I come down here and riff and just 
you know, play riffs and, and fart around on my guitar. Other times I really get down to it and I spend a couple hours legitimately trying to put a song together. And, uh, you know, then we get down here and we, we play as a band and, um, you know, that's what we do. And, and I, I'm very, very big on promoting my music. Um, I, you know, you have to get people to listen to it in order for it to grow. Like that's just, you have to build an audience, you have to build a fan base. You have to build a group of people that are going to be w willing to come out and see you play. And, you know, uh, and, and yeah, it's discouraging at times because you feel like, oh, well, you know, nobody's listening or nobody's paying attention or whatever. But it's like I said, that consistency of just trying to get people to listen and then and trying to get people from outside of your town to listen, um, you know, and there's there's different ways to do that. And I won't go into all that because I've already talked way too long, but um, yeah. That's that's it. Just keep going. Keep keep doing what you're doing. And if you're if you're not confident in your abilities yet, just keep practicing. You you'll get there. You'll eventually get to the point where you're like, okay, that, this is good. Like, I'm I'm confident that if I gave this song to someone and told them to listen to it, that I like that that you could say this is the best that I could do with what I had right now. And and you know, I mentioned the Menzingers earlier. When when I saw the Menzingers ten years ago. Uh, whether you like that band or not is irrelevant. Like when I saw them 10 years ago, they were playing to less than 100 people at the Firebird, and they, you know, they had a couple albums out. Uh, like I said, Rented World hadn't even came out, um, but they had like the Chamberlain Waits and um, On the Impossible Past, and then I think they had another EP out, maybe even a, another full length. So they had a few albums out. And I'm sure that they look back on some of those older albums now and they're like, oh man, like, you know, our newer stuff is way better and, you know, like this and that and the other. And, and you know, our newer stuff is getting more streams and, and more, we're selling more of those records and more people want to know those songs and they don't play as much stuff from the old stuff anymore because they want to play newer stuff. But bands evolve and bands change and they probably look back at that old stuff and they're like, oh, you know, that's not so great. But at the time, they thought it was good. They thought it was great, and that was the best they could do with what they had. And that's what I'm getting at. Is like you just got to do the best that you can that, that you that you can with what you have. And then over time, you have a body of work, and you're like, oh, you know, now I look back on those songs that we released that we wrote in 2017, and uh, we released them in 2018. But I mean, those were that was five years ago, and those were just like little, you know, minute and 45 second songs like that we were just playing to have fun. And I'm like, oh, I can write way better stuff than that now. But at the time, that was literally the, we self-recorded it. It was the best that we could do with what we had. So I don't judge that. So um, if that's any encouragement to you, I'm gonna stop talking now. Um, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I, I hope you come out to some of those shows and uh, we will see you next time. Much love.